0: Welcome evolutionaries. It is October 25th for me today, which is the new moon and seems a very poignant time to start the first episode of this new podcast. Now, I want to speak to perfectionism as a recovering perfectionist and a Virgo. And someone who really likes to have it all together, I want to present you with an outline of how many episodes to expect, what the schedule will be, and when. You'll be hearing from me in written format, in my newsletter, and in this podcast. And what I want to tell you right now is I am in the process of personal evolution, just like this project is evolving as we go. Now, I feel like that is such an appropriate thing to talk about right now, because the fall, the harvest, and October especially, brings such an energy of excitement, of that fall energy. School is solidly back in session. We feel the holiday is approaching. We feel the season changing. So many of us, especially in the Midwest, love The apple orchards and the pumpkins, and watching the beautiful, vibrant leaves falling from the trees. And it brings up fear fear of the winter, fear of the holiday stress, fear of the transition, of letting go of what was this summer, of allowing ourselves to move into the darkness, to move into this inward time. And Halloween, of course. The whole idea is spooky and scary and fearful. The energy of this time just brings that up to the surface. And it relates so completely to the idea of transformation and evolution. Because when we are personally going through a big shift or a transition or a change, we are evolving. We're becoming new in some way. And when I've been talking to people recently, you either hear the butterfly analogy of like I was a caterpillar and then I went into the chrysalis and I became goo and I am in the process of transforming. I've lost all sense of who I am, of what I'm all about, and I'm goo and I don't know yet what I'm becoming. I am solidifying. I'm becoming something new. But until that part of me emerges, I don't know what it looks like. And the other analogy I've heard is the snake shedding its skin. And that snake goes through this molting process where it's literally sloughing off and releasing the confines of this old limited version of itself to stretch and grow and become new again. And in that newness in that new skin, the snake is tender. It needs special rest, special care, because it is delicate in that fragile new state. Now, I don't know for you personally, if you've been going through a season of transformation, but nearly everyone in my life, my clients, there is this strong theme of transition and evolution happening right now. And I think it's a beautiful thing to be able to tap into the wisdom of nature, watching the stunning, glorious, vibrant leaves falling to the ground, watching nature and all its beauty releasing what was so that it might move into a state of rest so that In the spring, new growth can occur. The problem is between now and spring is a long while. It can feel like an eternity when you're looking at a dark winter, when you might be someone who struggles with seasonal depression, or when you maybe are facing holidays that might bring up a sense of loss, relationships that are no longer present in your life, Or if you have experienced death or actual loss recently, grieving, you know, in advance what you're going to be missing this holiday season. And that's not to speak also of grieving what was for you. I know that for me, I've been going through a huge evolution I'm stepping into new roles and new spaces and new creations. And it's changing the way I flow through my days. It's changing the way I structure my days. It's changing the way I show up with my family. My kids have started new schools. My husband started a new job. There are transitions that are all around me right now. And while... It's exciting and energizing and busy. There's fear that comes with change. There's fear that comes with transition because we don't know what it's going to be yet. We don't know what normal will feel like until it becomes normal. And your brain always will feel like something new is scary. That is programmed in your nervous system. When our ancestors lived in caves, they were afraid to leave the cave because a bear might eat them. They were afraid to talk to new people because they might get killed. They were afraid to eat those berries over there that weren't familiar because you might die. Your brain thinks that anything new is a threat and you might die. So even if you are stepping forward in the most exciting ways and you're growing and evolving, or you are really coming back to your truth and your priorities and cultivating the kind of relationships that you want or the kind of work that you want, if you're showing up in any new way, in any of that, it will feel unsettling destabilizing, confusing. It can feel scary. It can feel terrifying. And what do you do in that? What are your coping mechanisms? What brings you comfort? Are you someone who can recognize, oh, shit, I am feeling all of this stuff. And it's hard right now. But I can let myself Process and feel it. I can journal about what I'm grieving and what I'm saying goodbye to. I can journal about well what I'm welcoming into my life, or I can do a ritual. The new moon is a great day to do a ritual um, for beginning new things, for saying goodbye, because it is the beginning of the moon cycle. It is a beautiful time for. Practice of breath work to help you process and breathe through these kind of emotions. It is a great time to lean on your support, to go for a walk, to get in your body, to recognize that while things are changing, you have the opportunity to come back to yourself, to anchor yourself, to comfort yourself, because change takes time. And I don't know about you, but I am someone who wants to hurry up and get done with whatever's uncomfortable so I can be done and move on with my life. But the reality is, it doesn't work that way. You can't skip the steps between the first time you experience something and the tenth time when it becomes more comfortable and normal to you. Anytime you do something brand new it's gonna be hard. The first few times, it'll feel hard. Then it'll stop feeling so hard. It'll start feeling a little more okay, a little easier. And eventually, if you keep showing up for the new thing, it becomes normal. That's how our habits are built. That's how our lives are built. But this process is messy, it's gooey, it's painful sometimes. And grief is a tricky, tricky thing that our society doesn't like to deal with very well. We don't like to say goodbye. We don't like to get rid of. We want to hold on to all the good things and we just want more good things. But the fact is, when you're letting go of one thing, you have to do that completely to make space for the next thing that's coming in. And whether that's uh, business project, whether that's decluttering in your home so that you can use it in new ways, there's always something that you can release in order to welcome in what's next. And it might be a part of your identity that you need to say goodbye to. I am no longer showing up as the person who overgives until I'm depleted. So does that mean that I show up differently in my relationships? Well, of course. Does that mean that I know exactly where my boundaries are and how to hold them? No, not necessarily. It takes practice. It takes time to learn to become this new version of yourself. And how do you grieve that? I like, I like to really honor and acknowledge who I was, get clear on what part of my identity I'm saying goodbye to. And I love the idea of journaling a love letter to that part of me, thanking it for everything it's done to get me here, everything it did for all the best intentions, even, even if it hurt at times. And I like to really get clear on saying goodbye to the things that I'm releasing. The people, the relationships, the ways of being. And then welcoming in what's next. And if you're someone like me who enjoys a good ritual, you can write a letter and you can burn it. Or you could speak it over the water. Or you could bury it in the earth. Or you could write this letter and then take yourself out for a walk and really process and grieve that part of you. You could have a bath and really enjoy. And I, when I say enjoy, I mean really savor, really allow yourself to feel that experience because when you process it and you release it, then you become more clear and more open to receive what's next. And there are so many practices. I would love to hear what some of your practices are. I know for me, I always come back to my body, breath work, movement, being in nature, being in the seasons, learning from what I'm seeing happening in the earth. Like those are always my favorite teachers, but I'm sure you have practices that have helped you through the grieving process, helped you acknowledge And honor death in your life, honor loss in your life, honor endings and completions in your life. And when I started out speaking about perfectionism and evolution, when we can understand that we're always evolving and we're always changing, and I might need different things now than I do in the winter or in the summer, I might need different things in this moment than I normally do day to day. Honoring yourself where you're at with loving compassion versus the idea that this process needs to look this way perfectionism wants us to feel in control. It wants us to have a sense of safety and stability so that our brains can relax and we can pretend that everything's going to be okay. Because if I have it planned out and it's perfect, then it will be okay, and then I will be okay. That's understandable. That your brain want safety and comfort, because that is your brain's job. Your brain and your ego, their job is to keep you safe, to help you make decisions so you don't die. But those perfectionist tendencies can also really be limiting. And rather than supporting your growth, supporting your evolution, it can limit your ability to truly Be present with where you're at right now and honor it and listen to what you need. So how are you moving through this holiday season, this Samhain, this Halloween time? How are you moving through this new moon? What are you saying goodbye to? And what are you stepping into? What are your intentions for what you'd like to create next? What are the practices that help you through this gooey, transformative process? I'd love for you to think about this. I'd love for you to share any tips or feedback that you have. And I wish you all the comfort, all the gentleness, and all the ease in this season.